Welcome to the Power of Faith with David Hathaway. When we look at the world today, it is easy to be discouraged and feel hopeless. But, God so loved the world, that he gave his one and only Son, that whosoever believes in him, shall have eternal life. What wonderful news! This is the message we share with the displaced people living in Ukraine. Because of your support, our staff in Kiev distribute food, clothes, fresh water, medication, and first aid kits. We also provide spiritual relief by distributing Bibles, praying with civilians and members of the military, and organizing communion for those on the front line. Please continue supporting this great work. Visit eurovision.org.uk forward slash donation. Now, please join David for today's word. But what I want to do here now is to take you into 2 Thessalonians, because both these books are dealing with the second coming. And I'm going to take you, um, yes, in the first chapter of 2 Thessalonians, if you, if you read it carefully, um, it's Paul, Silvanus, and Timothy to the church in Thessalonica. And uh, he's congratulating them, blessing them. But then he goes on, um, and in, verse, in chapter 2, he comes back to the same theme as chapter uh, in the first book. He says, Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our gathering together unto him. So he's referring again to this coming of the Lord and referring back to what he said about those who are asleep and those who are alive at the coming of Christ. And he says, I beseech you by the coming of our Lord Jesus and by our gathering together. So all of this is an emphasis of the unity. After all, we are the body of Christ. The church is the body. And that there is a unity between the dead and the living. We're all meeting together with him. So then in verse 2, he says that you be not shaken in mind or troubled, either spirit or word or letter, that the day of Christ is at hand. Now, what he's really saying is, here now, he, Paul, speaking, writing 2,000 years ago, is beginning to list so many of the things that actually have to happen before Christ returns. Verse 3, let man know, no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there will come a falling away first. Now, this contradicts an awful lot of what people believe in, and to a certain extent, um, what I'm believing is, yes, I believe in a spiritual awakening, and I actually, I've seen it in my life, I've seen it, not virtually all my life. All the things that have happened in, in everywhere God has called me, in the, in, both in Israel and in the, the, the former communist empire, we've seen the revival. But there has to come at the end, according to this, a fawning away. And even Jesus himself says, 
He says in one time, he says, and when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? So in other words, that immediately before the return of Christ, there will come a falling away. And then Paul goes on a bit further because he says, uh, the man of sin will be revealed, who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God or all that is worshipped, so that he as God sits in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Now, I don't want to attempt to say who that is, but I do believe it's, an, it's some form of the, 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 the devil. But it means that there will come a very strong false religion and it will convince so many people that they will accept this false religion and its leader as being God. Now, I could suggest it could be a false religion like Islam, but I don't want to go into detail here. I think this is a separate subject I can't deal with in this one message. But having warned you, let me then go on uh, in verse 5. He says, don't you remember that when I was with you, I told you things? And in verse 6, and now you know what withholds that he might be revealed in his time. Now, I do believe that here in these coming verses is a very clear spiritual definition that the Holy Spirit is hindering the work of iniquity and the revelation of the man of sin. You watch. Because in verse 7, the mystery of iniquity does already work. In other words, the demonic power is already at work. I mean, when you look at the world, there's absolutely no question. The power of the devil is, is increasing and increasing and multiplying. So the mystery of iniquity, this man of sin is already at work. Only he who now lets, will let, to be taken out of the way. Now, you've got to understand what that word let means in the, in, in the authorized version. It means to hinder. So what it's actually saying is, he that, verse 7, he that hinders will continue to hinder until he is taken out of the way. And I'm absolutely clear that what is going to happen is the Holy Spirit, who is holding up that tide of evil, one day will be removed until that flood tide will control, and that's when the man of sin will be revealed. And in verse 8, then shall that wicked be revealed. So it, that's what it's saying. That the Holy Spirit will, will prevent and hinder until the Holy Spirit is removed. So I'm seeing here, and I think you have to understand this, that there will actually come a time when the Holy Spirit is removed. And verse 8, and then the wicked will be revealed the wicked whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. 
even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in those who perish because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. And in verse 11, for this cause God shall send them a strong delusion that they shall believe a lie. And in verse 12, that they might all be damned who believe not the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. So you see, what Paul is very clearly expressing here is the sequence of events that are to take place in the, I believe, in the closing days, in the closing time, before the return of Christ. So that Yes, I'm still believing for revival and I'm preaching for revival and I am seeing revival and will see revival. But the time is limited because the scripture says the gospel will be preached. Jesus said the gospel will be preached. These are the words of Jesus. The gospel will be preached to the Gentile until the end of the time of the Gentiles. So, even in the words of Jesus, not just of Paul, the, the, the time for evangelism, the time for revival, is limited. We've got to be changed, transformed, by the fire and the power of the Holy Spirit. David Hathaway wants you to live in the fullness of the power of God. On our website, eurovision.org.uk, are many teaching articles, videos, podcasts, and the digital version of Prophetic Vision magazine, all designed to help you on your walk with God. Also available online are monthly newsletters, ministry reports, and updates on our humanitarian aid work with Russian Jews and displaced persons. Visit us online today. Eurovision.org.uk Thank you for listening to The Power of Faith broadcast with David Hathaway. We would love to hear from you. Contact us by visiting eurovision.org.uk. Also available online are many free teaching resources to help you on your walk with God. David has written many faith-building books to encourage and inspire. Order these online today. Each month, David ministers online and in person. Our ministry is only possible because of the faithful support of so many people. For details on our evangelism and humanitarian relief work, visit eurovision.org.uk. Thank you again for listening.